This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. All right, let's talk about the speculation tax. You've been hearing about this story in the news, and we're going to learn a little bit more about this now. The residents in Belcara are potentially looking at a class action lawsuit against the provincial government because of the speculation tax. To learn more about this, we're joined now by the mayor of Belcara, Neil Belinke. Neil, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. So what brought this on? Tell me about the background here. Well, the speculation tax is addressing a real problem, which is that there aren't enough. There's not enough rental housing or or home buying opportunities for young and and um, middle and lower class people. It's a problem, but it's not a problem in Belcara. We do not have an issue with renter needs. We don't have an issue with speculators going in and flipping houses. Uh, this is not appropriate to our municipality, but it's very appropriate to others. Okay, so how many Belcara residents do you think are impacted by this? We have only about 300 lots, and, not, and many of them are not even built on in Belcara. 57 of them are water access only, meaning not only do you need a boat to access them, you need a place to moor your boat when you're not at your Belcara cottage. So you have to have moorage or a slip somewhere. And on top of that, there's another probably 10 or 15 in the village that are affected as well. So we see as many as 20% of the residents affected by a tax that is for a, a, a cottage that's not livable in year-round, not accessible for renters, doesn't have potable water even for the short term. They're not, they, then they've owned these things for 50 and 60 plus years. They're the furthest thing from speculators. Right. So that's the key here then, right? Because the speculation tax also targets people who own property in this province, but don't live here in this province. Is that the case with some of these people? Not at all. These are people who have chosen to have, uh, or their parents built the cottages that chose, you know, with the intent of having an accessible cottage for f- multiple family members and generations of family members to access rather than taking their money and buying a, a condo in Phoenix or, or a timeshare in Maui. Right. These are people who have been like generations, decades of, as a place for their family that they've earned the right to be allowed to have as a summer house. Okay, so what, if that's the main type of properties that we're talking about here, how much are they worth, do you think? Well, in some cases, just based on land value, a good example is one of the residents, her property is assessed at, her house is assessed at $13,000, but her property is assessed at $1.4 million. So she'll have an extra $6,000 bill. She's 70 plus years old. She has no income coming in other than retiree pension, and she just can't afford it. But she was, she inherited the cottage, and forcing her to sell this cottage means that someone's going to come in, build a monster home. It's going to be lived in year-round. We don't have empty houses as a problem in Milcara. Yeah. They're going to live there year-round, and it's not going to help the renters and, and, and the low-income individuals get into the market. So then what do you think residents should do? What they are doing, which is at least telling their stories, helping people to understand that, yes, there is a problem, but it's not in Belcara. These aren't the appropriate people to be taxing as speculators to try to influence open up of market, market and vacancy for the renters. Right. Okay. But I think the other point that some people make, too, is that these are second homes for a lot of people, right? Um, second cottages. Right. Not homes. They're cottages. They're not livable full time. And, and yes... But they're not speculators. If you want to have a wealth tax and every person who has a second home or a second cottage is going to be taxed, then do it across the board. But you don't exempt Whistler. Right. Massive, tragic rental properties, massive dollar values, multi- like 10 times the values of the houses in Belcara, exempt. Bowen Island, Parksville, Lions Bay, exempt. Juan de Fuca, the other islands, exempt. 
we are more qualified to be exempt in Belcara by virtue of the lack of impact for renters yeah. and the lack of actual the, the caliber of housing available for pro, for people who are trying to access the market. We would, under any criteria, qualify for an exemption as well. Okay, so what's happened when you've tried to talk to someone from the provincial government about this? I met with Carol James personally. She gave me about seven or eight minutes, and she said no. Period. She would not exempt Belcara, and Belcara could join the other mayors when applying for an exemption for the 2020 fiscal year. Our MLA, Rick Glumack, who was supposed to represent us, didn't, said it was impossible to be able to carve out from his, his constituents uh, Belcara from the tax. And then I spoke with Jordan Sturdy, who successfully did that for Bowen Island and Lions Bay from West Vancouver. And he's a member of the opposition. So we didn't have the representation necessary when the negotiations were going down. Right. And Carol James and the rest of the MLAs, Selena Robinson in particular, have made it very clear no interest whatsoever in doing the right thing. Okay, so then what are the residents going to do? Right now, not only is there pressure just in trying to tell the stories and open up people's eyes to what the NDP, who the NDP are also including in this tax, now there's a class action suit being explored, and it's got multiple uh, prominent firms that are already considering representing on a contingency base, not just Belcara's residents, but we are a lightning rod for non-speculators around the province. This is going like a firestorm right now. Okay, so if you've got, what, like four dozen people in Belcara, how many other people, like who have you heard from? What other jurisdictions are we talking about here? Maple Ridge, rural Maple Ridge, the islands. We've had people within target markets that have not yet been applied. Revelstoke is an example. The entire housing market has collapsed because people think the NDP are going to spread the speculation tax to Revelstoke, and that, that's blocking all the Albertans for investing in, in a... Uh, in but a it sec- hasn't spread there yet. But they know the NDP are desperate. The NDP have just released $6 billion worth of tax cuts and only $1 billion in new taxes. They can't fund this without money coming in from everybody who has any, anything they can tax. Right, but what, then under what basis then would you sue the government? For Belcara, I can see an argument there because if the exemption issue is, is a big one. I think that's important. But these other communities, like at what point, where do you draw the line? So just to be clear, Belcara is not doing the suing. It's the residents of Belcara and the others who, who do not fall under the criteria of a speculation tax. Right. And also they can't legally rent their, their cottages aren't even rentable. Meaning they couldn't legally rent them and they're being charged as if they're not renting them and, and, and retroactively charged when the cabins were also unrentable. So there's enough loopholes as to what they are even allowed to rent, never mind that you know, multiple generations. I mean, what this comes down to is everybody in the NDP I've talked to, Carol James, Selena Robinson and everybody else say, let me say what they don't say, none of them agree that Belcara should actually be taxed. None of them are saying that these residents are speculators. None of them are saying that. What we're, they, what we're hearing back from them instead is Belcara and its cottage owners are collateral damage. Well, here's what I'm concerned, though. Look, if some of these Belcara residents, and I think, you know, clearly have a good argument, but if they're partnering up with people in other parts of the province whose argument isn't as strong, is that going to be a viable class action lawsuit? Well, I'm no lawyer, but my understanding with any class action lawsuit is it sets the, the, the criteria necessary to be included in the lawsuit. And whatever the criteria are, it will be specifically representative of the speculation tax rules. So if someone is being taxed and they don't fit inside the speculation tax criteria, right. I would expect that they'll be eligible for the, for the class action lawsuit. Okay, so do you think then this is going to go ahead? Undoubtedly. These people are being targeted unfairly. They're not part of what the speculation tax was intended to do. They were actually clearly exempt in the positioning of the tax when it was being set up. And they're not being, they're not being respected now for being outside the tax. Interesting. Well, Neil, thank you very much for your time. Thanks for having me. That is the Mayor of Belcara, Neil Belenke.